You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and now good friends who love a good chat and a good cocktail. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Our intro has changed and our (laughs) physical location has changed, but nothing else. Yes. We're still right here at my dining room table. (laughs) In our happy place. Yep. Well, Tonight is fun. You, dear listeners, have asked us all kinds of good things over the years, and some topics have become complete episodes, but we get all kinds of questions that we thought would be fun to just combine into a listener question episode um, and just kind of a grab bag of whatever you've been asking. So we've gotten so many lately that we think we'll split this into a couple of different episodes. So this one is kind of focused on your questions about podcasting, friendship, and some fun summer ideas at the end. And then we hope to do another one later focused on family and parenthood because you had lots of really great questions about that. Yeah. But first, a cocktail. I have the cocktail for us tonight and I am so excited about this. I am calling this a salty grapefruit sparkler. Mm. (laughs) And it is made with a locally made cocktail mixer by Iconic mixers. Yes. And this is something I've had my eye on. It's like been on my wish list Mm -hmm. for a while. So they sell these bottles of cocktail mixers that are made with fresh fruits and local ingredients Mm -hmm. and things like that. And this is a grapefruit sea salt mixer. So it's like grapefruit juice and some sea salt in there. And just a really pretty bottle too. Like it would be great to bring as a hostess gift or something. Great branding looks Mm -hmm. great. Uh, We'll definitely link to it Mm -hmm. in the show notes. I'm, I know that they ship, so you can have some too. They have some really interesting flavors. So anyway, this is um, gin and then some of that cocktail mixer, some club soda for some sparkle and some fresh squeezed lime juice. All right. Cheers. Cheers. It mm. is so good. This is so good. Like, I hate saying this because it makes me sound like I'm fancy <laughs> or I think I'm fancy, <laughs> but it's very complex. It's not just like mm-hmm. mixing it with a soda or. Yes. I feel like a lot of mixers just taste it's like the, sickeningly it's the sweet. Salt with the grapefruit. It is so smooth. It's the sweet and salty. Mm. And it's like where you would think that the grapefruit would kind of go like bite tart mm-hmm. it goes smooth yeah oh it's well done really good well it's done really iconic. really good so man i'm gonna be drink. i'm gonna be drinking this all summer i actually i unfortunately i think that this this particular one is a seasonal and they're not doing anymore okay until next spring so keep your so eye open super local super craft yes. um also we have figured out instagram stories i think well, i have you have mm, sort of <laughs> I was still fumbling with it a bit tonight, but I really would love to do it because I think we have some fun behind the scenes stuff and just whatever. So you can check that out for, um, oh, actually not anymore by the time this comes out. I have not figured it out (laughs) because it's only good for 24 hours. If you saw Mr. Wharton's ringing endorsement of this cocktail. Then you also have figured out Instagram stories. Congratulations. (laughs) And if you have it, don't go back and try to watch it. It won't be there. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So we're going to dive right in with your questions. Let's do it. So, okay. The first one is very timely. 
Kate says, how is the new house, Erica? And Kelsey, what is it like having the lads gone from next door? Oh, tear emoji. I know it is a little bit sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say from my perspective, just there was such a long lead up time since yes. you guys were building a house and since you were able to stay in the house while the house was finished. Yes. And so luckily it wasn't like one of these, you know, sell the house and your house sold so quickly, like we're out of here in 30 days, right. you know, right. that would have felt just so abrupt. So so I feel like that just helped a lot. Like yeah, there was all this time to be like, okay, this is coming mm-hmm. and it's going to be fine mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Um, and I think too, just the fact that you guys were moving under such happy circumstances. Like yeah. it wasn't like, you're like, oh, we have to take this job. Right. And so Something we, that we were having we a hard really time We don't really want to move. I mean, so you guys are so happy about. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that, and then the fact that it really is so close. I mean, there are just Gilbert even is a huge place and- like you could have still been in Gilbert, but like, I don't know, five, 10 miles away or something. I literally think we're like two major Mm -hmm. developments over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it is, that does make it easier. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the new house is amazing for sure. Mm -hmm. Like painting and garage floor epoxy is done. So now we can really start final, final steps. Yeah. Start settling in and actually putting things where they go, not just out of the way of whatever workers were there. Um, Mm -hmm. um, but Nobody has brought us banana bread for the record. Oh. We did meet the next door neighbor. Oh, good. Well, Jeremiah did. He was out cutting the grass and mm-hmm. the dad next door stopped by and they have like five kids, I uh-huh. guess. And he was very sweet. Good. They're a little older. So maybe some potential babysitters. There you go. Their oldest is 20 on down. Go. So we're hoping that works out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I need to know though, too, like, what do I do then? Do I bring the banana bread? And I'm oh. like, this was really your job. Oh, right. You but were here I'm first. I'm going to go ahead and yes. step it up. <laughs> because there's only on one immediate side of us, they've been there longer than us gotcha. by like a month. And right. then the ones on the other side of us haven't moved in yet. They haven't finished their oh, house yet. Okay. That's cool. That's, so like, that's we a great will, opportunity. Yes. That will be our job. But I'm like, I mean, how long do I, I give mean, them to bring me banana bread? <laughs> I do feel like, although technically I do feel like it would be nice if the neighbor already established neighbors would come yes, over yes. and bring just a little something or even just like say Hi. hello and yeah. introduce mm-hmm. themselves, which I guess they did. But, um, I mean, no one's going to turn away banana bread. This is true. And then I feel and we're like all kind of new. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. And then I feel like you just up the game. You're like, no, this is the kind of neighborhood <laughs> yeah. it's going to be. We're going to be good neighbors. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and did I tell you that Jeremiah, did I tell you this or not? That know. Jeremiah was like, um, we he got real serious with me one day and was like, we need to be more like the Whartons in this next neighborhood. Like we are going to introduce ourselves to everybody. Like we are not going to be weird about it. Like, just, so we have goals. We See, have goals. I think, I think this is your chance. Yeah. Okay. And then I feel like when you do it one time, you just like, you just take on that persona. You're like, all right, I'm just that neighbor. And yeah. if people think it's weird, whatever. Yeah. I'm I just going to be nice. Fine. I'll take my can't banana bread I, back. I can't think I'm weird if I'm just too nice. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> just don't be a creep. Right. And then you're fine. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Okay. Um, oh, I have something. Oh, I had yeah. like an added follow-up question. Yeah. I was wondering, um, this got me thinking about Gretchen Rubin's, um, she has that, um, the clean slate. Oh, you know, what is this? This was one of her like when um habit like habit behavior has a tendency like different ways it can change like a strategy right take Mm -hmm. advantage of and so i was just wondering if this like very big clean slate is like anything in particular like goals perspectives habits or are you just kind of still like seeing what kind of no it really is amazing like when you start with like 
literally about as clean and new and fresh as everything can get just even in terms of housekeeping like yeah you want to keep it that way literal everything yeah like all the baseboards are clean yes. everything's you know so i think that it has been good for like mm-hmm. being super intentional about not putting anything mm-hmm. in and even just moving not bringing anything that right you didn't want to yeah there. i mean we did end up doing some of that that we just didn't get to go through or whatever but it's like no, now thinking about trying to find a place for it in my mm-hmm. new house, I'm like, no, you will definitely not make the cut. Right, right. <laughs> um, Jeremiah just brought a chair to Goodwill that we've been trying to sell, or I was thinking about selling. I didn't mm-hmm. get around to getting it up on one of the sites, so we mm-hmm. just brought it with us because it needed to be out of the house. And he just brought it to Goodwill tonight. Yeah. And it just felt like, oh, so good. Just, yeah, you just don't want anything in there that yeah. you don't love. So that's been really good. Yeah. And yeah, just setting up kind of new ways of doing mm-hmm. things and. It's been really, really good. Yeah. Really good. Oh, sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay. So we have another question. This one is from Liz. Liz wants to know what has doing this awesome podcast. Oh, thanks friend. (laughs) Taught you about yourselves that you didn't otherwise know pre girl next door podcast. Ooh, this is a great question. Yeah, This one made me think. think about this one. Um, this is interesting, kind of the answers that I came up with. I don't know if this is kind of where she would expect this would go, but the first thing I thought is that. I, we can produce a great podcast. Mm-hmm. Like did not know Who that knew? about ourselves. We were definitely winging it. <laughs> Still are. Yeah. Um, so I just thought that is really interesting and, and a very powerful thing for me. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where there was so much to learn mm-hmm. and it felt like this, you know, kind of black box until you just really started like step by step. Okay. Yeah well, how do we do this thing? And then a little light would shine farther in the darkness. Mm -hmm. Well, how do we do this thing? You know? And I just think when you have those experiences kind of gives you courage for the next one, Mm -hmm. like, okay, well I figured out that. Mm -hmm. And then it it also just kind of opens up. um, I just feel like I've learned more about kind of that media world side of things, you know? And so that's just been interesting. Um, and I think kind of as part of that, maybe just being a little bit more like in that world, like blogging, podcasting, mm-hmm. you know, j- social media presence is just just that that behind every perfect social media image, everyone's just figuring it out yes. and has their own yeah. stuff going on. And I think that's just from like getting to know a lot of other yeah. podcasters and and connecting with them and also hearing them say like, oh yeah, we're just yeah. figuring it out People too. that you might look up to or whatever. <laughs> exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So those are kind of the things that yeah. came, came to my mind. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like I feel like this has kind of been, I feel like we've found a bit of our sweet spot in mm-hmm. that world mm-hmm. um, and just really on kind of a whim. Mm-hmm. And so it just really has taught me that like what, that world wants what your audience wants Mm -hmm. is your most authentic self Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. that is what has taken off because we are about as real as it gets like on this show and so and sometimes about absolutely nothing and Mm -hmm. so I just think that the fact that that resonates with people is like really taught me a lot about just being myself Mm -hmm. in that whole online world and social Mm -hmm. media and that like you have something to offer no matter who you are someone is going to like it if you're being authentic so that's been a good lesson um I just think really uh, realizing I really enjoy speaking and just storytelling mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. talking maybe mm-hmm. more than I thought I did. Yeah. I'm just kind of being an introvert and writing and reading all the time. Right. It doesn't, I don't know. I feel like I can be entertaining and I can, yeah. you know, I feel like that's something I kind of have learned yep. about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, like who would have guessed that people that we didn't even know would write us to say they were like laughing yeah. hysterically at I'm something really that we said. I'm really surprised every time. Like, <laughs> 
I think I'm fairly funny at a dinner party, but I didn't yeah. know that it's, it just feels really good for someone to say they were crying, laughing in right. the car. But it's like beyond just people that yeah. you know that that like mm-hmm. has a truth there. Like yes. you said, an authenticity, yeah. like, uh, you know, it's I just love really that. rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, I feel like I've learned a lot about my own personality from some of the personality stuff totally. we've done, like yes, Gretchen sure. Rubin's work. Me too. And, um, like getting to talk about those and getting to talk about it with a good friend that yeah. then like you're kind of hearing their perspective and then, and then, you know, it's always so interesting too. like, we can offer our perspectives about the other person, yeah. you know, instead of just reading this book about your own personality, right. then someone could be like, Oh yeah, that's kind of, you know how you're kind of like that or like that yeah. one time. It's and just dedicating steps. whole episodes to certain topics. Like when else you sit down with a good friend, you're like, today we're going to talk about personality. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk about your personality yeah. or today we're going to talk about, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just been really cool because I feel like we've been able to dive deep on some topics and I don't yeah. know. Been cool for our friendship. Been cool personally mm-hmm. that way, where you sit and kind of process things. There's a lot of times where I'm writing out my outline that I'm like, "Oh, I guess I do think that right. about that topic." Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it really gives you that intentional mm-hmm. time of self reflection. And as mm-hmm. you said, to do that with a friend, just um, I feel like a lot of the times we'll talk about topics that I would love to talk about with other friends, mm-hmm. but sometimes just don't have the time for that mm-hmm. kind of a deep conversation, or it doesn't quite come up, or yeah. whatever it is. I feel like it's definitely taught me too that the power of setting aside yeah. an hour every two weeks, mm-hmm. even if it is to have coffee with that person mm-hmm. or whatever, the fact that we have this dedicated time, mm-hmm. like how much we've grown as friends, how much we've been able to produce mm-hmm. um, just from being consistent, mm-hmm. it's taught me a lot. So, yeah. okay, on to the next one. Emily asks, it seems like the podcast has been a fun priority for you both. True. <laughs> True. <laughs> Spot on, Emily. <laughs> Do you have a vision for how long you'd like to continue or do you think it just depends on circumstances down the road? Mm, this this is, could get real awkward if you're I like, know. I mean, I'm kind of done. I mean, I think, <laughs> I think we're nearing the end. <laughs> um, for me, like it, it's, it, it's just as long as we're both enjoying it. Yeah, I agree. You know, because it is, it is a fun, a fun priority. I would say a fun hobby. You know, Mm -hmm. it feels like a, like a fun thing. It definitely is work. I like, Mm -hmm. we definitely put work into it. Um, but for the, it's mostly enjoyable. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, I think it just kind of depends on what life brings. I mean, who knows if, you know, sometime one of us gets an opportunity is just like, I don't have enough time to Mm -hmm. dedicate to this or whatever, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, but, but it's great because we've actually had conversations about that. Like, like, I only want to do this as long as you want yeah, to do it. Yeah, like pinky you know? promise right. that and if it, it gets to that point. And it's almost kind of like, I mean, like if suddenly you lost interest, I like... There's not really a show anymore. And then it wouldn't be fun for right. me, you know? And so I right. just feel like it'll, I feel like it'll end up just being natural. I mean, yeah. maybe we'll be doing this until we're 75. <laughs> That'll be awesome. <laughs> then we really won't care what we say. <laughs> no. Um, that'll be super authentic. <laughs> yeah, I wrote, I, you know thinking about it too we've said if it's not fun or feasible anymore that we would just be honest with each other Mm -hmm. and no hard feelings and Mm -hmm. but then that being said we've seen this through some of the hardest time of both of our lives so far and it's kind of been a nice anchor and Mm -hmm. a consistent thing that we're really proud of so yeah I can't picture anything at this point in time that would like stop it and so yeah we have no plans to stop at this point and I think the like the way that we've kept it the every other week I mean it would be awesome if we could have an episode come out every week and I like those are my favorite podcasts you know but 
keeping it at this consistency is mm-hmm. what has made it feasible. Right. You know, right. because like, there's some flexibility. In <laughs> exactly. That, it's like just like just enough that we can like we can commit to it for sure. Right. Um, but and, and the other thing I wanted to say, too, is that I do feel like whenever it's time to end it, like we set out to make a show that would feel like sitting down mm-hmm. with a good girlfriend mm-hmm. and laughing and talking, being honest. And we've done that. Yeah. Like we've heard yeah. from our listeners that we've done that. Mm-hmm. And that I'm so proud of that. Totally. And I'm so proud of the content that we've produced and how people say that it supported them or encouraged right. them or something like that. So I guess it just already feels like a success. Right. Like there's totally. not really anything out there that I feel like we have to achieve this mm-hmm. with the podcast mm-hmm. or it's going to feel like unfinished business or right. something. So anyway, so it feels like just a good spot where it's just, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I think if anything, it might be more about how it evolves over time mm-hmm. or um, making sure that if, as we grow, as we maybe use it more as business opportunities mm-hmm. and are, you know, making some compensation from it that we make sure we keep that balance mm-hmm. of it being fun and authentic right. for us too, mm-hmm. where it doesn't become just work. Right. We could do all kinds of things for just work. Yes. So mm-hmm. this needs to still be mostly fun. Yep. Um, okay. Christina says, hi, Kelsey and Erica. Hello. <laughs> Love your podcast. Do you have any tips for creating or strengthening your mom village? If you live in a place where this doesn't easily happen naturally because of big city life, geographic distances, neighbors who you don't know, etc. Mm, I think this is a great question. Mm-hmm. I think this is one that a lot of moms and just uh, people, women in general have, yeah. you know, if you, even if you don't have kids, if you move to a new city, I think we've kind of talked about this in our episode about, um, like friendships and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, kind of after college is kind of different. Um, but some of the things that came to m- my mind, first of all, is just that, that other moms also want to connect with you. Yes. And so I think that if you remember that and have that mindset, maybe that can kind of help, um, lend some bravery mm-hmm. maybe to, 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 reach out to like chat you with you feel like in the moment like you're the only one like yes, searching for a friend exactly yeah. well all of these moms must have all their play groups right. and they have it all figured out and right. they're not going through any sleep regression or whatever <laughs> that is you I mean, know she has lipstick on for <laughs> exactly. the love we can't possibly be. exactly um so I would say just like remembering that and then I, I guess thinking about just where do you see other moms if you are going to any kind of childcare or preschool situation mm-hmm. at the drop-off and pickup, if you're mm-hmm. doing any kind of little class, even at the playground. I mean, mm-hmm. I just think that there are moms everywhere. And I think, you know, I'll, I love to strike up conversations with someone and I think it's as easy as like, oh, how old is your son? Mm-hmm. You know, and following that up. So what's, what's he into lately? Oh, my son's name is this and he's really into this lately. I right. mean, you know, and I, they're I a feel, good buffer. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they really are. And, yeah. and before too long, then maybe, Oh, suddenly we're talking about what yeah. do we like to they're do? They're like little stuff. wingmen at the bar. Like you yeah. can just, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Your kid's cute. <laughs> and I think just practicing those little conversations you know, eventually you'll kind of see someone Mm -hmm. a few times and be like, oh, hey, like, let me have your, let's exchange numbers. We should get together sometime. You know, some of them aren't going to turn into anything other than just that one time Mm -hmm. I saw you at the park. Mm -hmm. But kind of the more you practice it means the more you're kind of like throwing the line out there and you'll kind of find that, find that community. Yeah. 
No, and we talked about this one a lot on our friendship episode, yeah. I believe, especially about like other mom friends and things. Yeah, I, um, I, we moved here and then decided to start having kids. So really yeah. a few of our friends had kids, but I actually joined a small group at our church, like mm-hmm. with that purpose in mind, mm-hmm. right around the time we were starting to try to have kids. Cause I just felt like I needed some more people. I needed yeah. like my crew that I was super close with that I could call in the middle of the night or mm-hmm. call with a question about a sick baby. Or yeah. I, I didn't know exactly what that would look like, mm-hmm. but I was hoping to find like at least one good friend that way. And some of my best friends came out of that. Mm-hmm. We, rarely even talked about the topic we were supposed to be talking like it was just we met at a house and like yeah actually I think became better friends afterwards because mm-hmm. it was like we didn't feel like we had to the stick structure. to any sort of like <laughs> yeah study or anything like that mm-hmm. um and then I feel like to even within that though some people ended up not mm-hmm. remaining friends at all and then I have this close group of girls that that we definitely did and I feel like um giving yourself permission to, to find your kind of people, mm-hmm. be open-minded. But then, mm-hmm. especially as a mom, I think that everything can feel so personal mm-hmm. and so intense mm-hmm. with young children that like, if they are a mom that completely parents different than mm-hmm. you and you don't feel like you could call and say, I mean, I really don't like them today. Right. Like if, right. if that's what you need to do, right. or if you are the kind of mom who just really needs to stay, like whatever mm-hmm. you need, if you feel mm-hmm. like you can't do that with that person, they're right. not your, they're not your village. Right. Right. You know, and that's okay. It could still yeah. be someone that you see occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I love the kind of mom friends where like I had my best friend over and all of the kids were playing upstairs in the playroom and I went up there and like her son was up on the table and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. Get down. And he's right. like, oh, I didn't know. And I'm like, yes, you did. <laughs> like, and it's right. just understood. Like, right. we are the same kind of mom. We exactly. have the same kind of rules. I know exactly right. what she expects of her mm-hmm. kids and vice versa. And mm-hmm. I just, I love that because you feel like you can um, be your true self. Yeah. And just really exchange babysitting and know that they kind of know yeah. the structure no matter where they're right. at. And so I think yeah. that that's okay. Um, and then, yeah, I think just putting yourself out there too and being willing to be someone else's village. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if, maybe even before they have kids, like we tried for a long time and then went through the adoption process. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, it sounds bad, but remember thinking like, I want to support moms even before I'm a mom mm-hmm. the way I would want to be supported mm-hmm. if and when I become one. Yeah. And to not just be like, well, they're in a different phase of life. Right. And so I can't. You kind of never know yeah, what's coming exactly. and how their phase of life is going to change yeah. and how yours is going to change. So maybe bank some of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was similarly, I, I, I wrote down the same thing, being willing to put yourself out there. And I, I was kind of thinking like being willing to make the first move. Mm-hmm. Don't be waiting for someone to invite you over. Right. Ask someone for a play date mm-hmm. or um, suggest grabbing coffee or, you know, what, whatever it is that you know, you would enjoy mm-hmm. doing. And we kind of talked before on, I think that episode, you know, you don't have to want to do play dates. Like yeah. it, personally, I would rather have just coffee with a friend with a grown up, where I can just <laughs> yes. focus and we can just have a conversation yes. versus, you know, only seeing them at a play date mm-hmm. or kind of multitasking mm-hmm. and stuff. So Especially because toddlers play real crappy together, Ugh. by the way. Yeah, if you I have mean, toddlers and you're only seeing other moms with your toddlers. You don't really know each other. <laughs> yeah. You're going to think like, who is this person? Even right. what is their last name? I don't exactly. remember. Exactly. It gets better. Yes. Yes. Good <laughs> luck. Okay. All right. So this is a really interesting one. And I really love this question. And actually, it was from two different people mm-hmm. in different parts of this question. 
Um, Lori and Allison asked, from listening, it seems you both have different faith perspectives. How do you navigate that in friendship? Is it a non-issue? Agree to disagree? You are great friends with different beliefs, and I think it would be a hopeful example to hear how this comes up in your friendship. And then Allison added, how have we navigated any disagreements? I have to say something first before we continue yeah. on with this one. I have to say this, that first of all, you guys have to know, and you probably know from listening, that Kelsey, the the main reason this is so amazing in our friendship is because Kelsey is one of the kindest, <laughs> genuine people I've ever met. Oh, like literally. Um, and just ge- the one of the most genre- genuinely interested in other people's perspectives, even when they differ from yours. And oh, I feel like you. that has been the biggest reason why it's mm-hmm. not an issue. Like I right. feel like it's actually a very rewarding mm-hmm. friendship in terms of talking about differences like uh-huh. that. So yeah. I just have to put that out there Thank because you, Erica. Kelsey really makes me a better sweet. person in Aww, that regard. Jeez. <laughs> Thank you. That, that is so, so sweet. Um, yeah, I get, I, I love this question. I think that it's really interesting, but I, I guess to me, it does just feel like such a non-issue. Yeah. I almost like don't know a whole lot to say about it. Um, I guess just from my perspective, and maybe some people have kind of gathered this, but I would call myself an atheist. Mm-hmm. I don't have any kind of religion or faith in my life, but but I'm not anti-religion. Right. Like I almost kind of chafe a little bit at just an atheist label because I think yeah. sometimes there's a lot of uh, like associations. I'm not exactly yes. sure what all different yes. people might have different associations with it. Um, but But I think that... But I think that like what I find in common with so many people of so many different faiths, like, I mean, I have, you know, friends who are Muslim and mm-hmm. Jewish and of all different faiths mm-hmm. is valuing kindness, mm-hmm. love, respect, mm-hmm. acceptance. And so I guess seeing eye to eye on things like that, the other things, at least to me, seem mm-hmm. so much less significant. Right. Like, right. I, like kind of how like the core values. Are yeah. And how, how you're, how you're living your life. Mm-hmm. Are, like, are you trying to, I really believe in putting more goodness mm-hmm. into the world than you found it with. Right. I guess. So, um, and I will say too, I, I, yeah, I, I liked this question. It's just so interesting. And, um, and it made me think, you know, I, I would be open and love to have more conversations with you Mm -hmm. about this because Mm -hmm. I think it is so interesting. We agree on so many different things. And while we have different beliefs on this, I really do think ultimately we have more in common than not, but I, but I, but it's something that's important to you. And Mm -hmm. I think also important to me. Right. So I think that can make for some really good conversations. No, it's interesting because I don't feel like, um, I don't feel like we've had an agree to disagree situation. I no. think we both just openly talk about both of our perspectives. Yeah. Um, and I think what you said about kindness and love and that those are the values, I think people can be really crappy at that as an atheist or as a Christian oh, yeah. or as a Muslim or as a totally. Jew. Like, so I feel like um, that's more about just being a decent human being mm-hmm. and that doesn't, that's not guaranteed right. because you slap a Christian label on. Right. Um, in fact, that can, I chafe at that label often for the very same reason, mm. because I feel like so much, so much hate and so much, mm-hmm. um, divisiveness mm-hmm. is done in the name of Christianity, mm-hmm. which is just not right. I believe missing the point completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I will say too, as a Christian, I feel like I grew up, maybe some listeners can relate to this, that I grew up with a very, um, 
I don't know what the word, like a perspective of needing to defend my faith. Mm. Like those phrases were even used. Mm-hmm. How do you defend your faith? How mm-hmm. do you, and, and there's a certain aspect of that is like teaching you to be confident in what you believe uh-huh. and that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have really consciously moved away from that and don't feel like it is up to me to defend anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I think all that would do to anybody is deter them from mm-hmm. whatever you believe is so strongly that you think is for everybody, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so moving away from that, um, moving to a perspective that has more questions than answers mm-hmm. and just saying, I don't have this all figured out and I don't mm-hmm. think anybody else does either. Mm-hmm. This is kind of maybe the um, background that I come from. This is the the overarching beliefs, but mm-hmm. under that umbrella, I am willing to learn and grow. And I think when you're done doing that, you're in trouble, mm-hmm. whether you're an atheist or a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just think that there's never been a time where I felt like either one of us are trying to change the other person yeah we're just no. trying to be friends mm-hmm. um yeah but it is it is a really refreshing probably for how different we are mm-hmm. in terms of that on that spectrum I feel like that has probably been less of an issue than it's ever been yeah in my life you know what yeah. I mean like it's just not yeah it hasn't really been an issue at yeah. all but I guess it's just a like a interesting question because I was just kind of like I mean it just feels like such a non-issue to me I guess yeah. I was kind of like well like what will we fight about right I guess right. I don't know <laughs> no and I just think but that's where I think some of that comes in is I just I don't think so many other I think people are just so ready to say their piece mm-hmm. um and I think you especially are so good at listening and mm-hmm. just wanting to know, like, mm-hmm. if it's a part of my life, whether it's the family mm-hmm. or the faith or mm-hmm. the job or whatever, like, you are just so genuinely interested in the whole person. And so you accept that as part mm-hmm. of the whole person. And I think that a lot of people could be more like that, including Aww. myself. So I think that that's been a huge, Aww. a huge part of that. It's just never felt, mm. I've never felt embarrassed by my faith, which I feel mm. like sometimes I do. Mm. Sometimes people think it's silly or like, I see. It's, it's just implied, yeah. you know what I mean? And yeah. I don't feel like you've ever, oh, good. I would never, like that, I would so. never want to make anyone, versa. yeah, I would Hopefully. never want to make anyone feel that way. Um, yeah, because I do, I, it's something that I really respect in other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I feel like I have a lot of understanding and respect for, it. at least I try to, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Well, you're doing a good job at oh, that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that great question. All right. Okay. So this is some fun lightning round questions Ooh. coming up. These are kind of all summer related. So these are kind of quicker ones. We I can love just, it. We can just give our answer. Okay. okay. I love it. So Reese wants to know if you could only drink one cocktail all summer, what would it be? Okay. I mean, I feel this, like I'm going to say this. this. a strong contender. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to say what I'm drinking right now, except I only have one <laughs> bottle of the mixer and they're not left. they're it. So you have to pick so it So I'm going to like hide it in the back of the fridge. And I don't know. Your husband was pretty excited yes, about it. Yes. What we did so. have in our Instagram story for anyone who caught it or yeah. didn't catch it. He, well, he just came home from this long bike ride. He's and real like thirsty. Famished one. and thirsty, <laughs> but like took this sip. It was just like, oh my God, that's the best thing ever. He does have a tendency to speak in hyperbole. <laughs> but I feel like there was some truth to this because it is really good. It is really good. Anyway, so this, if I couldn't have this, I love just an icy gin and tonic with lime. Yeah. Just love it. It's easy, Summertime. but it's so good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have all that. I feel like the less sugar in your drinks, the better you're going to feel the next day. Very true. Learned that. Mm-hmm. Learned that. Learned that the hard way. <laughs> so yeah. It's okay. A good one. What about you? Um, Moscow mules. Oh, 
all the way. Yeah, that's been your love for the it past really few has summers. Been. And a nice icy copper mug, so mm-hmm. it stays even colder. Yep, the yeah, icy is ideal. Just really love it. So okay. that's mine. It's a good one. Okay, Melissa wants to know, what are our go-to summer candles? Since oh, we are all about the... Summer cozy. Yeah. Okay, I wish I had it. Um, I'm going to have you smell it before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> I posted yes. it I posted it on on, um, on Instagram. But Trader Joe's right now, it is mm. a seasonal thing too, so I'm so sorry, has this grapefruit candle. Yes. And it is fresh and citrusy and just... Yes. You know, I don't want anything too heavy. No. It's just where I'll I'll light it and I'll just kind of find myself like in the kitchen like, oh, what's that? That smells kind of good. What's I'll like, faint yeah, smell? I'll kind of forget that I lit yeah. a candle. It's just, oh, it's so good. That's, that's perfect for summertime. Mm-hmm. Just a hint. Yes. Um, okay. From my go-to Bath and Body Works, I do love the Georgia peach oh. for summer. Mm-hmm. And cactus blossom Oh, is really good. A really nice. fresh, it's floral, but a fresh, clean floral. Okay. Um, and then I found randomly, so I don't know if you can find them online or something. I've looked it up, but I found randomly this really pretty frosted glass jar candle from Home Goods. You know how they just mm. have like all random right. candles. It smells so amazing. It's fresh cotton is the scent, mm, but it's that. it's like true laundry on the line, <laughs> like not perfumey laundry detergent, right, right. just truly just like laundry, laundry Ooh. in the sun, wet, clean cotton yes, and sunlight. <laughs> it truly is. And it's, I think it's makers of wax goods okay. is the, it sounds like a <laughs> fake name. <laughs> It sounds like a generic name for a candle. Yeah. So I will try to link to, I'll try to find it online. So maybe it can be purchased, but otherwise scour the home goods. Mm, Okay. They have some good ones. Okay. Okay. Charlie wants to know what fun activities do you plan for your kids when it is too hot to be outside? Ooh, (laughs) calling a babysitter. Yeah. (laughs) So I could go on a date night. It's called Katie. (laughs) Katie, our favorite babysitter. Oh my gosh. So yeah, I mean, this, this is really an issue here because it gets very very hot for a very long time yeah where it's not like oh Mm -hmm. we're gonna go outside and you're gonna be hot it'll be like oh if we go outside you're gonna have heat stroke (laughs) (laughs) you will be dehydrated yeah so um okay so i do feel like now that my boys are two and four and we are getting into those like we can actually do an activity where i say let's build a train and play trains like that could last like even up to like 30 minutes i mean amazing game changer yes so where i feel like previous summers has just like honestly kind of been survival Mm -hmm. and i feel like i don't have a lot of i know a lot of great (laughs) tips other than like just kind of get creativity is zapped at this yeah um but so, so doing like different activities inside, um, one thing that we've done before and that I want to bust out again this summer is doing an, in, an inside Easter egg hunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, those Easter eggs, they're good all year long mm-hmm. and they are so fun. Yep. And I mean, you can hide them all around. You don't even have to put treats yep. in all of them. Um, and you could just do like five Easter egg hunts. You yep. know, I've also done this with their just grabbing the bucket of uh, stuffed animals or their cars mm-hmm. and just hiding stuff around. This is mm-hmm. sometimes a go-to thing that I'll do if we have like friends over and they've kind of run out of ideas. Right. I'll just like hide stuff around because they just love yeah. it. It's like so easy. And they, they just, just need like a it. redirection a little bit. Exactly. Yeah. And then sometimes you could be like, and now you hide everything, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, building forts. Um, that's like kind of a good one. 
I think I've mentioned this before, but taking a bath in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. like that's just kind of a nice, like kind of calms them down. Yes. Um, and it just, it's easy to forget that like, that's always an option. Yeah. And then like going to museums and other indoor yeah, air libraries, spaces. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like it is good to get out of the house. Well, the rebel in me said, I am still outside as much as possible. <laughs> just add water. Like, right. Whether that's a pool, a sprinkler, yep. a true. water table, we yeah. had we made a great plan for a water table. Um, Jeremiah made it like on Pinterest. I can link oh, to that. I have Just, it too. Yeah. I made it with my mom. It's, it's great. It really mm-hmm. is great. It's easy because you can break it all down. It's just interchange, you know, interlocking PVC pieces, and you break it yep. all down and put it and inside it's like a big the Tupperware yeah. under the bed box or whatever. Um, glow sticks. So when you can be out, nighttime is like okay-ish to be out. Yeah, totally. And like we will just take, it's like the hiding, only lazier. (laughs) And when the grownups have probably had more beer and you sit on the patio, Uh the grownups are all talking, Uh having an icy cocktail and you just whip a handful of glow sticks (laughs) out into the yard and they run around like crazy getting them. That's genius. And then they bring it back and you do it again. Or you could do it in the pool. Right. That's really fun for a night swim. Mm -hmm. Um. My girls too are really into art activities that mm-hmm. seems to hold their interest for a while. Yeah. So I will try to like Pinterest something super simple yeah. or even just sitting and coloring with them yeah. or Play-Doh. They will, they mm-hmm. will do that for a while. So, and I've probably mentioned this before, but we do a lot of audiobooks, mm. and that will sometimes just be something too, that like they'll stay engaged in activity for longer because they're kind of listening or mm-hmm. just kind of mm-hmm. keeps them calmer yeah i put on music with yeah it distracts them but they're kind of like starting to just get on each other's nerves yes. it kind of they just kind of like i see them kind of go into their own yes. bubble mm-hmm. so um we have several of those that i will also say as part of this i gladly hang up my events coordinator badge mm-hmm. and realize that i am mom mm-hmm. too on long summer days i am not events coordinator mm-hmm. and it is amazing what they will go uh-huh. come up with on their own even yeah. at young ages yeah um or I give them a choice that you can do this or this. Because sometimes they just have a hard time even yes. thinking about what their choices right. might be. So you can do Legos or Play-Doh, which mm-hmm. you choose. Okay, mm-hmm. we're doing that. Yep. And then I walk away. Yep. Sometimes when you walk away too, you get a lot less fighting, a lot less whatever. Because they're not interesting. bickering yeah. for your attention. Right. But yeah, I think that that's so true too, just about walking away. Because obviously, you know, your kids have to be like of a certain age. But I do think, I mean, Cedric being two, mm-hmm. I think the more that you practice letting them play independently mm-hmm. and come up with those ideas, they're mm-hmm. going to be better and better about it. And yes. and it's one of those things that they do have to practice, yeah. you know? And so I feel like um, letting yourself know you're not ignoring them. You yeah. are like kind of helping mm-hmm. foster those independent play yeah. and creativity yeah. skills. Okay. So this one is from, Brittany and Harmony, they both asked us if we had any fun summer travel plans, tips and tricks for keeping sanity with little ones while traveling. We did have an episode on traveling with kids specifically. So check that out if you haven't Mm -hmm. listened to that one yet with lots of good ideas. But what do you have planned for the summer? And how are you saving your sanity? Yes, we have a few trips that I am really excited about. Actually, this weekend for Father's Day weekend, we are heading to Prescott. Oh, nice. So I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. That's like our favorite little Arizona getaway. And then at the end of the month, we are going to Austin for a pretty long trip. I think uh, eight to 10 days. So I'm just, I am really excited about that. Um, And then non-family travel, just solo travel. Mm -hmm. I've got a couple of trips. I am going to a writing workshop uh, via work in San Francisco that I am 
very excited Work paid about. For it, huh? Yes, <laughs> I am very very excited. And then a uh, book club trip to San Diego, which I'm I'm going to work on convincing you yes, to go. Yes, she's working on it. <laughs> right she's now you are it. not slated to go, mm-hmm. but I think maybe you'll maybe you'll join us in September. <laughs> yeah, we um I don't think we're doing much traveling this summer. We're like buying things for the house yes, and just kind of totally. that was our big thing this totally. year. Totally. Um but I will say traveling with kids, that is the time to bust out all the stops. Yep. All Get the some snacks, new sticker books, all the new little all of toys, the things. bust up the technology. If you need target to. dollar stop. I mean, I normally try mm-hmm. to avoid that stuff, but just go in there and spend 20 it. bucks. Yep. Especially things that are like fairly benign, like animal crackers, goldfish, mm-hmm. like nothing that's going to give them a bellyache, like all the right. candy. Cause you don't want that situation right. going on either. That's but, a good tip. Um, just, Anything that's like a bland, mm-hmm. easy snack yes. or that takes a long time to eat, uh-huh. do that. Um, we definitely, we save our tablets for very important occasions such mm-hmm. as that. And then they're super excited to just sit there yep. on the airplane with their tablets. Yep. Um, I They have their own little backpacks mm-hmm. and they love that. They take ownership of that. They can, I usually let them pick one stuffed animal that they want to sleep with oh. the whole trip. Uh-huh. And then maybe one or two other little things that they want to do mm-hmm. that they think can fit in there. And then I will pack it with little surprises. Oh. And that way I will say, okay, get one more thing out of your backpack that you want to do. Or yeah. I will wait till a moment where right. we're having a situation yes. or a flight is delayed or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and that has been amazing. They also have little, they have skip hop uh, backpacks, little animal backpacks. Mm-hmm. And then they have these little travel blankets Aww. that match their backpack. So Aww. we know who's everybody is. Right. Um, that actually fold all up into themselves like a pillow and they have a little handle. Cute. So they will go through the airport with their backpack and their little... Um, That's adorable. Travel thing, and then it has a water bottle holder. So, like, invest in a couple of things that you mm-hmm. feel like will really they get it get they get super excited yeah, about. They it. get excited, but then it helps you yes, too. Totally, and they get you know airplanes are chilly. Yep. They have their little security blanket either yep. way. So yeah, that's been awesome. Yeah, I th- I think so far it has just been packing like twice the amount of stack snacks that we'll need. Like yes. <laughs> the, the thing that happened last time we went to Austin, I had like all these snacks planned and stuff. <laughs> Once they knew I had snacks, we were through like half of them yeah. and we were, had not even gotten on the plane because yeah. they were like, you have granola bars. I want another granola bar, you know, and you're just yeah. like doling them out and you're like, Oh no. So yes, like you said, I mean, just lots of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and all like, all, I like to make like separate little Ziploc baggies, which maybe you were kind of saying, but that Mm -hmm. way you just, you know, you're not having to dig into like a big container of anything and like meter things out. It is just nice to give them like, here is your little Mm -hmm. allotment. And it's fun to have like that little snack, whatever. Um, This last time I had, I let mine pick a snack at the gift shop because I always get a water bottle Mm -hmm. and a snack. And so I let them pick one one thing right that they felt like and i said That's you don't get fun. to have that thing until we're up in the air mm-hmm. and so then they just like had to be good with that really impatient part where you're like <laughs> right are we moving is the plane ever moving <laughs> oh, that's really really cute and the, the other thing i wanted to say um is that if you are traveling to a place where you have family try to make sure you get a date with your spouse yeah. or your partner. Take advantage. Yeah. Take advantage. Um, if you're not getting a ton of sleep, don't discount the breakfast date. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're still mm-hmm. in like those early times and it's yes. like harder to leave your baby or something yes. at bedtime. Um, or if there's not a babysitting possibility, um, consider just doing a little like solo outing to grab mm-hmm. a cup of coffee or something. Yeah. Just, just if you're still at those ages where, 
a quote unquote vacation is still a lot, a lot of, work. of work. Yeah. <laughs> just so that you feel like maybe you get like that yes. enjoyment out of it yes. as well. Just kind of look for little things like I that. I think maybe. you had said that this is your new tradition is you just like kind of immediately drop yes. the boys with your parents and head yes. out like for the first meal. Yes. Like we don't, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to chat. Yes. I need a moment away from yes. these humans. <laughs> and that is something that kind of evolved that I think we'd done like a couple of times. And then the last time my mom was kind of like, okay, well you guys go get thundercloud sandwiches. Yeah. And we were like, Oh, okay. Is this yeah, a thing? This okay. A thing. <laughs> this is what we do now. So I'm pretty sure now like, yeah, that is a thing. That I'll is an amazing tip. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. This one is specifically for you. And I thought this was so funny and this is very summer appropriate for Kelsey. Melissa says, Oh man, I've been wanting to ask this, but it's weird. I took Kelsey's suggestion and tried Schmidt's deodorant and I love it. Woohoo! When you use the jar though, uh-huh. do you use the little metal spoon, <laughs> little metal spoon to apply it to your underarms or do you use it to put some on your fing- on your fingers to apply? It feels weird either way I do it. <laughs> okay. So glad you asked, Melissa. <laughs> Happy to talk about it. Okay. I do not use the little like spatula thing. I, okay. I've actually, I've tried that. And actually what I would do is, and so I guess to give people reference, so this is a, a natural deodorant. They sell it in sticks, but then they also sell it in these little pots, these little jars. Okay. And that's the way that I prefer it. I just kind of like that formula better. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just um, prefer that. So it comes with this little plastic spatula thing (laughs) in it. (laughs) It doesn't really give you many instructions. Um, I have tried where I like scoop some out with a spatula and then put it on my fingers Mm -hmm. and put it on my armpit. But that just felt like not as as effective. So I just always ditch the little spatula. Mm -hmm. So the way I use it, I'll take a shower and then I get out of the shower and dry off. And then I put it on my armpits just with my fingers. And I guess when you have been using just a stick deodorant for so long, that sounds so weird. I mean, now I just, it doesn't sound weird to me yeah. at all. Like It's just more like if you like a lot of makeup you put on with your finger, you know, concealer yeah, or whatever. Right, yeah. yeah. And like my armpits are clean. Like I just got out of the shower or there, I don't, you know, sometimes on the weekend I won't shower or something, but I don't know. My armpits don't gross me out. I don't feel like they're that gross. Just grosser places. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So anyway, so that's how I do it. I'll just like get, you know, kind of a pea-sized amount on my finger. Mm -hmm. Apply, apply. Good to go. That's so funny. And I love it. All right. I'm like going like three years strong on that shit. Yeah. I remember you talking about it on the podcast. I think it was an obsession obsession. like way, way long ago. And I still love it. All right. Good to know. Okay, speaking of obsessions, yes. I think we're on to that. Think I have are. many. Oh, boy. I want I to know. lick my whole house. I, I love it so Is much. Is it just like the whole house yes, and all of the things pretty much. in it? But I will tell you my most favorite thing that I can't stop talking about okay. is our new couches. <gasps> Ooh. And I had posted asking for suggestions mm-hmm. on this because I was having a very hard time. Yeah. I was taking it very seriously. Yeah. Couches are a big deal. It's an important thing. Yeah. So we um, we moved our sectional that we had. We had gotten like a small sectional because we had a very oddly shaped living room at the Mm -hmm. old house and so now that actually fits perfectly up in the playroom Mm -hmm. so that's kind of their little couch up there Mm -hmm. it was so not deep Uh what's the word shallow I guess yeah not not very deep so you just felt like you couldn't like curl up on it yeah and I really really wanted that I didn't Mm -hmm. want something bulky but Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be deep and still like sophisticated so I got both of our couches from living spaces I got the Gordon okay and the Abigail okay and they are just as they sound. One Gordon is leather, mm-hmm. and it's a andouille leather, I think okay. it's called, which means it's very um, 
unprocessed. Okay. So it's like sometimes, I mean, it's like very natural, not Mm -hmm. no preservatives, not all dried out. So like it actually wears really well and Mm. gets that like vintage Mm -hmm. roughed up look over time. So right now it's a little too pretty for me, but like it will. Yeah. I'm like sitting on it with jeans and calling the dogs up (laughs) on the couch. Um, So that's just like a brown leather and Jeremiah loves it. Like that was like his one request, Yeah, but very streamlined still. Mm Mm-hmm. And then on the other side is Abigail, uh-huh. who's like a um, very light tan linen uh-huh. and oh. a little more feminine and has like the, you know, more furniture legs on the bottom okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but both of them, I feel like I have found the perfect couch depth oh. because sometimes it can be too much. Right. And I've I was real specific about like, okay, how deep is this couch that mm-hmm. is not comfortable? Right. How, this is maybe too much over here. So 43 inches. Okay. I have decided that they both are. It's magic. It's enough to pull your feet up, mm-hmm. but you can also just like, I can't touch the floor, but mm-hmm. like, I don't really sit like that on a couch and I don't want the kind of house where people feel like they have to sit right stiff sit with their, up. like, I right. want you to take your shoes off, curl yeah. up. And I just want to really create that environment. So but it's not so deep because those deep couches, then suddenly you're like scooting back to find the yeah like the thing and yeah. all of a sudden I'm like my legs are out in front of me and like I don't yeah. feel kind of awkward no so. and I mean I guess if you sat like perfectly sitting up straight in the yeah. middle but it's also where you could just like pull up your legs and sit crisscross right. style even right. if you're like three three across on yeah. the couch and they're 96 inches long so they're about okay. as long as a couch can get with three okay. cushions so you could literally sit three people nice very comfortably, comfortably. our whole family fits on one oh dogs and everything yeah like it just oh uh, they just make me so i love happy. the names too what a perfect pairing they Gordon all have like <laughs> their little names so the other thing yes it is changing my life <laughs> i like to grocery shop actually but mm-hmm. i do not like to grocery shop when it's 117 oh. degrees and everything melts yes and with two children because they're home with me all summer right before school starts so i have been doing by by doing, I mean one time, but <laughs> I did Safeway grocery delivery. <gasps> Interesting. I wanted to kiss the man on the mouth. <laughs> Just come on in I here. was like, how, how much gratitude is too much gratitude actually? Because <laughs> it says right on there, we do not accept tip. Our drivers don't accept tips, but we do accept your gratitude. <laughs> so first of all, you have an app and it's okay. super easy to use. Okay. I would shop at Safeway maybe once a month anyways, mm-hmm. just for certain things. Mm-hmm. I really like their deli and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I have a card. Mm-hmm. There's specials right on there that are for your card as normal okay. in the store, or there are extra specials because you use the app. Okay. Delivery is $10. <gasps> Does that not sound Whoa. like not enough money to pay yes. for someone to go to the store? It's like two items. Yes. It's my, that's my yogurt. It's not some random Joe Schmo pulling up in okay. you know, a Buick. His Uber car? No, it is a Safeway grocery truck with wow. refrigerated zones. Your stuff is in bags and then in crates that go in their own zone. Wow. Like if all your freezer stuff is in the freezer crate and it goes in the freezer zone. Whoa. So it's not just even like a general refrigeration. Right. And that is key for, for the summertime I'm you, to get your ice cream like fully frozen right into your then freezer. I, more so than I would ever be right, able to exactly, do exactly. in my Mazda. That sounds amazing. It <laughs> was incredible. He even like, he set down the lemonade. It was like a lemonade glass, um, mm-hmm. whatever, bottle. Okay. And he set that bag down too hard, like didn't know there was glass in there and it broke. And I'm just like, I don't even care. Like I will bathe in that <laughs> lemonade right yes. now. And they just like, fill out a little form and take that off your total order uh-huh. or whatever uh-huh. 
It was incredible. He brought the groceries into the house for me. All the way in. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. That is I incredible. I spent less than I would have spent because... Because there was no all, impulse items. Yes, because you just kind of have to look up something. You can browse the specials and stuff, but right. that takes so long. Yeah. It's way different than walking around mm-hmm. the store. And it was just such a crazy week with moving into the house, oh, but we yeah. were low on everything because I didn't perfect. stock up before we moved, obviously. Yeah. It is changing my life. That sounds amazing. It really is so good. And I know there's a lot of different services like yeah. Click It that uses, you mm-hmm. know, whatever grocery store, but this was Safeway specific. And I have to say they have done it right. I mean, and that sounds like an amazing thing too. Like, um, we've talked to about when you're traveling Mm -hmm. and then you come home yes, and you're like unpacking everything and trying to get back into your week. How amazing would it be like on your way home on the flight home, just Mm -hmm. be like, log in your groceries that will arrive tomorrow. And then you're stuck for lunches and everything. And you could even change it up to like 3am if you had a before noon delivery the next day. Oh my goodness. Wow. So if you needed to add or subtract something, it... I could not have been more impressed. And like, what a perfect, like, that's exactly when you needed it. That totally. Was just moving exact, into a house. That was the exact yes. service that you needed. It would be great. It says right on there how you could do it for like a new mom. Oh, you can just use your own credit. You can change the delivery address and have groceries oh. sent or like a college student. Oh, what a great idea. It is incredible. I highly recommend. Mm. All right. It's changing my life. <laughs> um, well, my obsession is going to be my new Instant Pot. Oh, are you loving it? Yes, I love it. You know this, I'm a fan of the crock pots. It's like the opposite are. of the crock pot. I know. Well, in in some ways it is. So the Instant Pot, um, I had been hearing about this, well, mostly from the gals over at, at the Friendlier podcast. I think they both oh, have uh-huh. Instant Pots. And so it's a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. which sounds scary. I know, like, right? <laughs> um, so it's a pressure cooker, but then it's also ha- it's also a rice maker. I think it also is a slow cooker. It like does sauteing. It has a yogurt function, which I will talk about in a moment. Oh my goodness. It just has all sorts of different functions. So I think I'm going to be able to get rid of my crock pot. Okay. Because it do- you can use it as it such. It does a slow cooker okay. situation and it, or it'll do things on a time delay or whatever. Yeah. But it's just the pressure cooking really is amazing. Because like, the time factor is yes, just way shrunk like you down, can right? do beans from dried beans to cooked no overnight soaking in like half an hour or like less than an hour which I am the type of person I always want to make my own beans from dried but then by the time I'm wanting to start to cook them Mm -hmm. I should have been soaking them for eight Mm -hmm. hours so um anyway so I am loving it I'm doing weekly hard-boiled eggs in there Mm -hmm. and they just like I figured out for me I think it's seven minutes they just come out perfectly you just stick them in there cover them with water seven Uh minutes yep and I think the other thing kind of like the crock pot just that I was starting to use it more having stews or these other hot things Mm -hmm. that it's not heating up my kitchen yes so that's amazing why the crock pot really is a summer a summer tool yeah Mm -hmm. I made this amazing lentil stew in it the other night um so the yogurt function, that was something I was super interested in before I bought it and that I'd heard about and that I have been doing now. I think I've made yogurt three times now. I mean, who makes yogurt? I know. I do. <laughs> of course you Chelsea do. Chelsea Wharton does. You do. You do now. <laughs> so it, it has like a yogurt function. So it's kind of all preset for okay. you. And the situation is, so I buy whole milk from the store. Okay. It First, you have to boil it. You have to like 
uh, sterilize it essentially in the pot, in the pot, okay. all in the pot has like all the functions okay. for it. So you get it hot enough. You check the temperature, which I had mm-hmm. a digital thermometer. Then you cool it down and then you add some yogurt starter, which can just be some yogurt, like a couple tablespoons of just plain oh, yogurt. Got the cultures. You need the cultures. There, yeah. And then you just set it and it cooks for eight hours. And then when you open it, there's yogurt in there. I mean, so do you add flavor? What do you add? So far, I've been keeping it plain. Okay. I'm going to see like with the, with the full fat yogurt, it really is just so delicious. Like, and maybe some vanilla even just, right? Yes, exactly. And I've been making it, the longer you cook it, the tartar it gets. So I've been cooking it not too long. So it's really like a very smooth, smooth. just really good flavor. So I'm like kind of doing the boys yogurt where I'm mixing like half of their vanilla yogurt and half of this and trying to maybe like see if I can get them on plain yogurt. Um, but anyway, but Chris and I are just eating it plain. Okay. Um, and then I've also done it either where if you just take it right from being made to in the refrigerator, it makes kind of a, not quite a runny, but just like a regular yogurt okay. like consistency. Mm-hmm. Or I, you can strain it and make Greek yogurt. Oh, okay. That's how you get like the thicker yogurt. Okay. And I mean, it's just, it is delicious. I mean. It's so good. And See, and I did not realize the Instant Pot had all the features. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, like the opposite of the crock pot where it's instead of slow, it's fast. No. I didn't know you could use it as this. a crock pot and all it's of that. It's not that. I think you need to look into I it. I think I do. There's uh, there's quite a cult following. No, I know. So I think. And I know it takes you quite a bit to pull the trigger on something like that. So I know. you must so have you been know convinced. that I thought about yeah, exactly. it for a while. You have done the research. <laughs> I will jump on that train. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so yeah, I am loving it. So yeah, you should search around okay. more for like some recipes and see what people are making with it. Because yeah. I feel like it, it might be up your alley. Yeah. No, because even with the slow cooker, you'd think the convenience, but then you do have to think ahead. Uh-huh. Like if right. I did not right. get it started, if I had a busy morning and I didn't get it started, yeah. well, I can't make that last minute. Yeah. But Instant Pot. Instant, Instant Pot, maybe you can. Okay. Um, there is a mac and cheese recipe that a friend shared with me that Excuse is me. like... Way better than the boxed mac and cheese, mm-hmm. and it is seven minutes of cooking time. It takes, a, it does take a little bit for the instant okay. pot to warm up, but then it's like seven minutes of cooking time, and you just put um, vegetable broth and the macaroni in there, oh. and then you open it, and then you add some cheese, and it is just my boys are gobbling it up. Good, That's okay, like a good go-to for all the kids' recipe. I'm gonna need anyway, to research yeah. this. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, how about some neighborhood news? Now we have two different neighborhoods. I know. Plus our general Gilbert neighborhood I know, at large. exactly. So we've so just we have, expanded. We've yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, first, let me share that this past weekend, it was all very exciting because our new neighbors were moving in next door mm-hmm. at the same time that drama neighbors from across the street oh. were like starting their moving out process. Yes. There were two u-hauls like essentially in front of my house there were so many cars in front of my house you were texting me that it was quite the scenario (laughs) it was such a it was such a scene because our new neighbors were coming and they have like a big u-haul and i i didn't see very closely but it's just like they were organized like they had all their stuff then we have our neighbors across the street (laughs) it's just like three different vehicles like a truck just piled with crap just chucking stuff (laughs) and at one point i just was kind of what's going on out here i kind of peeked out the window and i think new neighbors and like moving out neighbors like there wasn't enough room for everyone. So yeah. they were kind of just like talking, not in yeah. a heated way at yeah. all, but just like coordinating. And no. I was just like, this is so crazy. <laughs> and I feel like they're probably just like, our new neighbors are like, 
what kind of place is this? Like, <laughs> you like, pay of... no attention. They're yeah, moving out, exactly. not in, I promise. Exactly. So anyway, I feel like they're still slowly moving out. So I'm not sure what the situation is on the new neighbors over there. Um, but we did get a chance to meet at least one of our new neighbors. We okay. met the wife. Okay. She seemed And I have nice. only met the husband. Oh, yeah. So... so. Put them together. They're, exactly. they're a good duo. Seems nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we delivered some banana bread. So mm-hmm. we did like our neighbor, our neighborly mm-hmm. duty. And they do have an 11 month old daughter. So yeah, I'm hoping that we'll see him around. And it was just, you know, so we were like delivering the bread and just kind of making a little bit of nice chit chat. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it was hard for you just to be like, I mean, I think we should be friends. And I mean, we're going to live right next door to <laughs> each other. and say all of the things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you like podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> they were like that would be a very weird meta moment when they go back and like hear about themselves it totally, on the podcast totally would be so mm-hmm. if that ever happens that will be very Hi, fascinating Hi. hello mm-hmm. hello um so yeah how how settling into the new neighborhood Good. yeah nobody has delivered banana bread we do have okay. a family next door um we have we live on one of the busier streets like on it's hard to describe to people but it's like on a frontage road kind yeah. of yeah and then there's the busier street so yeah. our directly across the street neighbors are really kind of not neighbors like they're they're oh because they're a across the lanes. street right yeah like across like a right. big street yeah if you showed up with banana bread we're like we just live across the street <laughs> they'd be like you dodge traffic to you're bring not, us this bread you're not our neighbors there's <laughs> yeah. two fences between right us. right so um anyway so like so we are two at the next door neighbors. yeah and we're at the end of the development in terms of most people are there already but there is um so the the one family next to us and then there is a family whose house is still getting finished up Okay. Um, on the other side. So okay. they're not there yet. So we and, will but be. But everyone's the, only been right. there for like a year couple at of years. Most, maybe. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. So they did not bring us anything yet. But. Okay. Well. Mr. Ladd did meet the, the dad. Good. Next door. Good. They have five kids. Okay. I think I told you this at the beginning. Right. I think so. Okay. Like, I dish, couldn't remember. Deja vu. If it was on. I know. On right. Record or not. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it is really beautiful over there. It's got the white picket fences and the yeah. lots of green and mm-hmm. it's just it's just pretty. Yeah. Um this is another story though, and I'm gonna sound like an old lady. <laughs> uh this has nothing to do with our neighborhood. It just is more I was at Home Goods, mm-hmm. our local home goods. Um we need to speak for a moment okay. about the butt cheeks as trend. Oh boy. Let me just tell you, this is when oh, I know boy. it's reached another level. Okay. When I am at the bar <laughs> on a Saturday night, right. I understand like, right. I would not rock that look. <laughs> That's not a cute look for me, but I get it. But That's this would be a semi appropriate place yes. for this. I was at home goods. Home goods. There was maybe an 18, 19 year old girl okay. there with someone who was clearly her grandmother <laughs> With, I'm not kidding you, half of her butt cheeks hanging out with grandma grandma. at the home goods. Grandma's just biting her tongue. No, and grandma's just making conversation about school. And I'm just like, (laughs) my grandma would die. My grandma would be like, well, we're not going anywhere with you wearing that. I'll tell you that much right now. I don't, I don't understand it's it. It's less than my underwear, for sure. You know, I'm a full coverage kind of girl. I do know yours. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what to say other than I see it. I work on a college campus. Oh. On a college campus in a very hot city. Yes. If you know what I mean. There's a lot of that. Sun's out, buns out. (laughs) 
don't you just feel so uncomfortable? Yes. Cause kind of like when you see someone yes. like that, you sort of imagine what if I was wearing that? And so I'm like, Oh God, is my butt showing? <laughs> no, totally. <laughs> and I just, I oh. really truly don't know where it crosses the line of like public decency. Like I no, am not seriously. kidding you. Half of her butt. I mean, I was hanging out. I have seen it. And yeah, I am just like, my jaw just drops and I agree. It's like, where is the line? But can we call them shorts? Right. What is that? Are you wearing clothing? <laughs> actually, and it looks so uncomfortable because to achieve that look, uh-huh. the denim also needs to be kind of oh, in the, the rest of your butt. That's what I'm saying. It's like a denim thong. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I support the thongs, but, but not, not made denim. of denim. Like no. the shorts have to be so tiny to Ooh. allow for your butt cheeks to hang out that they yeah. can't fit you anywhere else. Good. I mean, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And then she's pulling at the bottom of them. That's that's the thing. Too, Why, that, my dear? That's the thing that I've seen is that I feel like when you see someone like wearing the super short shorts, but then they're tugging at them, it just, it makes me feel yeah. so uncomfortable for them because they don't look comfortable. Yes. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to give you some, some longer some shorts. denim. <laughs> I just want to add some <laughs> denim. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't know. It is a situation. I mean, can it get much shorter? No, and I am not approved about, hey, I would probably dress a little bit slutty if I looked better <laughs> in certain things. I'm not even going to lie. But come now. Whew. Come now with the butt cheeks and grandma at the home goods. <laughs> That's all I have to say. In Gilbert, mind you. In Gilbert. So it's still neighborhood news. <laughs> I just needed to rant about And that's cheeks. the news from Gilbert, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Do you have any other neighborhood news for us? I can't top that. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the show. We love your questions. We will yep. be doing more listener question episodes, so be sure to send us more. You might even inspire a whole episode yeah. on the topic you ask us about. Never know. You can email us, highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Connect with us on our Facebook page or on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. And as always, you can visit our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com for show notes and links to things we've mentioned on this and every episode. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Look at me writing out an ending again. Look at that. We're <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> Didn't have to wing You can't any of wing that. it at the end. It no, just doesn't really, work. You really can't. Once the cocktail sets in, yeah. you're just like, well, <laughs> who are we? What are we doing here? I think I'm ready. Okay. For whatever this, whatever the listeners are going to bring us. Okay.